Chapter Twenty One of A Short History of Russia by Lucy Cazalet. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Violet Blue of Albertville. Nicholas the First, eighteen twenty five to eighteen fifty five. Alexander the First died childless, and Russia took the oath to his brother Constantine, who was viceroy of Poland and lived in Warsaw a proclamation was however at once issued declaring that constantine had refused the throne in favor of his younger brother nicholas this brought about the decembrist or december conspiracy among a few officers of the guards who wished to force constantine onto the throne by means of a military revolt but this conspiracy was very soon suppressed by nicholas i who was a man of strong character and great energy during the reign of nicholas russia was involved in many wars the first of which was against persia in the time of paul i georgia a christian kingdom in the caucasus had voluntarily given itself up to the russian crown but it was separated from russia by a rugged mountain region where warlike hillmen encouraged by persia kept up a continual warfare in eighteen thirteen the shah of persia had at last been forced to give up his claims on georgia but at the time of nicholas's accession he attempted to reconquer the country nicholas at once sent an army under general paskevich to protect the georgians paskevich defeated the persians took the fortress of erivan and was already on his way to the persian capital when the shah sued for peace a d eighteen twenty eight persia gave up two khanates to russia and paid a large indemnity in eighteen twenty eight russia joined england and france in an alliance to promote the liberation of greece and the russian black sea fleet took part in the battle of navarino where the whole turkish fleet was destroyed nicholas meanwhile divided the russian army into two parts one of them operated in asiatic turkey under paskevich erivansky and took the fortress of kars and akaltsik while the other under the emperor himself attacked varna this fortress and several others were captured and the russian army under dibich crossed the balkans and occupied adrianopoli with the enemy within two days march of his capital the sultan thought it advisable to make overtures of peace and it was concluded at adrianopoli in eighteen twenty nine by this peace russia obtained the mouth of the danube the eastern shores of the black sea and several asiatic fortresses in eighteen thirty the poles who bitterly resented russian rule broke out in rebellion and attempted to restore the kingdom of poland the whole country rose in arms and nicholas had to send a powerful force into poland Dibich defeated the insurgents in the battle of grohovo in which their commander-in-chief shlopiki was mortally wounded but even this did not end the rebellion as usual however quarrels and dissensions arose among the poles and prevented their opposing the advance of the russians on warsaw which was stormed by paskevich in eighteen thirty one this proved the death-blow to the rebellion and poland was incorporated with russia during the period of peace which followed this suppression of the polish rebellion nicholas turned his attention to the internal affairs of the country and in eighteen thirty three had the code of laws drawn up under the guidance of speransky nicholas also very much developed the naval and military resources of the country and was almost a martinet for discipline 
in eighteen fifty three war again broke out with the turks who had encroached on the privileges of the greek church in the holy land and refused to restore the rights granted to russian pilgrims in palestine a russian army under gorchakov at once occupied moldavia and wallachia while the black sea fleet destroyed the turkish fleet in the harbor of sinope england france and sardinia embraced the cause of turkey and sent their fleets to the black sea thus began the crimean war in eighteen fifty four the allied armies landed at eupatoria in the crimea and turned southwards toward sevastopol prince menshikov who commanded the russian troops tried to check their advance on the high banks of the river alma but after a fight which lasted several hours he was forced to fall back on sevastopol this fortress which was very strongly fortified toward the sea had only very slight defences on the land side and these were hastily reinforced the inhabitants working side by side with the soldiers in throwing up earthworks and fortifying the town the russian ships were sunk across the mouth of the harbour to block its entrance against the allied fleets and the ships guns were removed to all the fortifications the allied armies laid siege to sevastopol and maintained it for eleven months although menshikoff's army made several attempts to raise it notably by their attack on the english on the heights of inkerman this war was a great strain on the resources of russia especially when the allied fleets appeared in the baltic and bombarded the fortress of sveaborg off helsingfors the absence of railways made the supplying of the russian army overland a work of great difficulty while the allies could get all they wanted by sea in the midst of the crimea war the emperor nicholas i died suddenly at st petersburg in february eighteen fifty five and was succeeded by his son alexander the second end of chapter twenty one recording by violet blue of albertville